When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Y'all, Bradley Trainer has been down the wormhole of the dark web. He's going to tell us about it on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And by the way, hey, everybody, MyTalk 107.1, what was our big announcement today? Cat Fest. Cat Video Festival. It's happening. What did you say? Awesome. Oh, okay, get it. Possum. I mean, seriously, it. it took you that long. It's not the creature. That's possum. where I was going. No. Okay, but thank oh, you. Yeah, yes, no, it is. I'm sorry. It's the possum, po- the possum video fest. It's going to be the cat's meow. Uh, it's happening Wednesday, August 8th at CHS Field. And those tickets go on sale on Thursday, June 7th at 10 a.m. And you can find out more at mytalk1071.com. Keyword cat. Now, Bradley, what the heck so were you doing on I the dark web? I want you to understand something. This weekend, Hiller, I had a creepy dark web encounter over the weekend that I want to tell you all about. But I need you to put your tinfoil hats on um, because... It's very possible that your information has already been sold to the dark web and you don't even know it. What? What? Ah! What is happening? Okay, so here I am. Remember I told you in the last segment I watched the first episode of yeah. Wild Wild Country on yeah. Netflix. So I log into my let, my let fix, my Netflix. And Did they steal your tongue yes. too? <laughs> it's not really me. No, so I go to Netflix and what's the first thing? You have an Apple TV, right? Correct. But like smart TV, Apple TV, you log into your Netflix. And what's like the first thing you have to do very often? There's like a little box. Yep. I have to select who's watching. Yeah. Which profile. Now, do you have more than one in your family? Mm hmm. Okay. I don't. But when I showed up on Saturday, there was another box. Mm hmm. And it said, just Terrence. Mm hmm. And it was like a panda face. Just Terrence. Wait, what? Yes. So there on the left, there was Bradley, me with my Facebook profile picture. Mm-hmm. And next to it, just Terrence. And I'm like, okay, did, is this some kind of weird Mm-mm. screw up mix up thing? So I get on the Google box, clickety clack, clickety clack. And I go weird account on my Netflix. I Google it. And sure enough, I find an article that says, Stolen Netflix accounts available for sale on the dark web. And I read an article and it was like, your stuff got sold and somebody bought it and they are watching your account. For like $10, somebody just, or actually as little as 50 cents, these login credentials are going for on the dark web. So I said to myself, well... Okay, I'm a little freaked out because somebody's watching me. They're probably in my house. I also had a moment on Saturday where I thought I heard a sneeze and my dog and I looked. We were alone in the house. That was a ghost. Anyway. We'll talk about those theories later. (laughs) But 
So then I do some digging. How do you find out if your account has been sold on the dark web? Well, Netflix knows that this is a problem. Can I just say that? Um, You don't. I I didn't until you started telling me about it. You could find out very easily. Okay. Should I be doing this right now? Yeah, let's do it right now. Okay. So if you go to your account, now you have to be... um, Oh, God. I, and I have to go back and fiddle around with this because it's still showing this only Terrence, which creeps me out. Just Can I tell Terrence. you what uh, only Terrence was watching? Por- porn? Because I clicked on the thing and I was... They don't have porn on Netflix, oh, okay. do they? I mean, like soft I've been stuff, missing probably. Out. I don't even think they have soft stuff. Really? Continue watching hmm. for only Terrence. Friends, Ugly Delicious, Stranger Things, Jessica Jones, Boss Baby. So this person is active. Boss Baby? Yeah, it has I mean, very basic taste. Yeah. Oh, it's very basic. So I go, if you go under um, your account settings, mm-hmm. there's a, uh, let me just pull this up here. And you go to recent device streaming activity. Mm. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Where where do I start? <laughs> My account. So you you know you on the upper right hand. Yep, if yep, you're yep. on the website, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's That's in the upper right hand corner. Mm-hmm. Manage underneath manage profiles. It says account. Got it. Click on it, and then mm-hmm. it should say recent device streaming activity. Mm-hmm. And so then I clicked on that. Oh my god! Oh my god! What? I see that my account has been accessed. In Japan. What? In New York City. And China. Wow. Four months. Actually, the first time that uh, a weird thing was accessed was April. Oh, so it was only a month. April of this month. And uh, April of this month. Yes. You don't say. (laughs) Yes. Wow. I'm telling you. And it'll tell you if it was on Apple TV, a computer, an iPhone, or what have you. And so, thank God, they obviously know, Netflix does, that this is an issue. So, I went to, um, under my account, and there's a setting that says, sign out of all devices. Yes. And I did it. Yeah. And then did you... Change my password. uh Uh-huh. And then bye, everybody. But you know what scares me about that? So many things. Like, how did they get my password? It's a hard one, I thought. It was password two. Okay. <laughs> With a capital P one. and an underscore. No. Uh, so anyway, I had no, and I, so I literally for about 30 minutes on Saturday was sucked into this and I was having a panic attack. Do you know how you have that? Yes. Because you're mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden you're like, what else? My whole life is a lie. Is it really me? What and, if somebody's been living with my personality? And you feel like you can't like work fast enough to try to stop all of the people who have now stolen your identity and yeah. are all over the world and then they're going to ruin you and then you're going to be ruined for the rest and of your also, life this person ruined my um he, okay so i i actually hear people saying because i was talking to some people and they brought this up and so i hear people listening saying well didn't you know when you logged into your netflix and it said continue watching didn't you see all of that yeah. stuff? well first of all until i logged in this weekend i didn't see that other profile so had the person never showed uh, uh, or created a profile which i would just like to speak to all the criminals out there, maybe don't create a profile because mm-hmm. then I'll see it. Yeah. Um, had they just been sort of surreptitiously watching stuff on their own, if they're uh, logging into their own device, the like continue watching and all that will change there. 
Oh, sure, but not, but on, not on yours. But not on your TV, unless it's your computer. So, oh, And I don't access Netflix right. on my computer. So, like, on my smart TV, it only shows you, or on my Apple TV, it only shows you what I've watched on that TV. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were screwing with my, like, Netflix thing, unbeknownst to me. I had no idea. And I would never have known any of this unless... Some idiot named Terrence, clearly, and by the way, dude, hope that's not your real name, because the FBI's on your case. Oh, did you call them? No. Okay. But I wanted to. <laughs> I, think, I, I was like, Terrence is, is watching beep, my beep, 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 Netflix hi. account. Hi, FBI. This is Bradley Trainer. Uh, can you get just Terrence? He's on my Netflix account. <laughs> I think this has make- happened to our account, too. Now that I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together, because I was, I watch Netflix mm. via the computer and I Chromecast it from the computer onto the TV. Uh-huh. I was on Netflix the other day and it said, dude's profile, my profile. And then there was a profile that said kids. Where did that kid's profile come from? I don't know. Did Netflix just assume? Did you that- go to the streaming activity? No, because I didn't know that this was a thing. Well, go look through it and then change your dumb passwords, people. I'm just, it's its a it's public service message to probably you should just do that anyway. But apparently it's a big thing to sell. Now, like I was too afraid to Google, like, what else are they selling on the dark web? And what else should I be checking? So I haven't checked, like, my Hulu or my Amazon Prime. but God Or, like, knows. your bank account. Yeah, but the good news is with the bank account and things like my Google account, like Gmail and stuff. I have that like two authentication blah blah oh, yeah, blue yeah, yeah. where you have to like be at your phone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm just saying Netflix. I get w- your act together. I would not have known. It was so weird. <sighs> wow. I felt like it I'm was just glad an you came through it alive. Show. Yeah. It was a boring episode, but it, it was, was a- <laughs> very boring. <laughs> but if you could have seen me on my couch on, I texted Jamie like. Did you create? Do you know somebody also, named Terrence? Terrence. <laughs> he was like, "You're on drugs." Have you been in Japan recently? I know. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley solved that mystery. Now we've got another mystery to solve, and it's the mystery of Carrie Underwood and her face. <laughs> After this, on my talk 107. All right. Since Bradley has emerged from the dark web, a changed man. Ooh. On the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, we've got another mystery we need to get to the bottom of, and that is the mystery of Carrie Underwood's face. Yeah, what's going on with her face? Yeah, what is going She's still talking about it, right, Bradley? So, she is talking about uh, her face, and that means one of two things is true. So, I know this because when I uh, showed up to uh, see what the internet provided for us this morning in the way of uh, pop culture bounty, I see... Carrie Underwood reveals new details about her accident, shares how her husband helped her recover. And I'm like, wait a minute, Carrie Underpants is still talking about her face? Like, why? Well, then I read that she was on a, uh, actually, a serious on uh, a show last Thursday, and she just talked about her reason for, you know, addressing this problem. Remember, she had that cryptic post. You guys, I'll reveal more later. But she didn't just say, like, I tripped and fell in my face. And then she deleted that post. Did she happen to mention that? No. But here's what she did say. Um, She said, you know, and I want to find the exact words that came out of her mouth. But her reason was basically, oh, yeah, here we go. We put out a memo out to the fan club because I was like, 
man, somebody's going to catch me at the Kroger. I'm going to be buying some groceries and somebody's going to post something on Instagram and people are going to be like, what's going on? I'm like, um, okay, so you could have just said what happened, but instead I'll remind you that you left a cryptic post that didn't really address what had happened and actually forced people to ask a bunch of more questions. Right. And then when we asked more questions, you acted like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. So and just again, to bring, what happened, I'm sorry, is that what you were going like, to I was just going to say to bring everybody up to speed, we had heard in November that she had fallen and had an accident where she broke her wrist. Then we learned, I think it was in January or February, that she posted that cryptic uh, post that we've been talking about with her face not shown that said, FYI, it wasn't just my wrist. I also had this huge gash on my face and I had all these stitches and I'm going to look a little bit different when you see me again. And there's more to the story and it's not time for me to tell you right now, but when the time comes, I hope that you will, you know, be able to handle my face and I'll tell you a story again. Instead of just (laughs) saying I was taking the dogs out and they were doing their thing before bed and I just got clumsy and I tripped like, why wouldn't you have just said that in the first place? Oh, you guys, you're not going to believe. Like, and it was totally worse than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And if you see my face, it's kind of wrecked up. And don't, you know, don't worry. It's not that my husband beats me. Or even if you which, were. by the way, was a blind item suggesting that her uh, husband actually physically assaulted her. Which, and it would be, you know, or, or. Or if there is more to the story that you don't want to tell and you only want the world to know that you fell while taking the dogs out and hurt yourself, then you don't ever elude to there's more to the story. Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating. So so that's the world we live in. Then we're still hearing about this story. Like it won't go away. And so one of two things is true. Okay. What are the one of two things? I mean, I could be really dumb and be like, one, she's either lying or she's not. That's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is either Mike Fisher's beating her and she's not telling the truth because that's the blind item we read. And the conspiracy theorists among us will be always thinking like she uh, didn't want to own it, was maybe going to own it. And then at the last minute decided not to own it, not to own it because they reconciled or what have you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it certainly felt like something serious that she was going to reveal. She was going to share with us. Yeah. So it's either that Mm -hmm. or this woman is so hard up for publicity that she's been stringing out a dumb, you know, fall that nobody in their right mind would have been focusing any time or energy on other than, hey, and if you see me. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
out in the next few weeks. I'm going to look a little bruisy. Here's why. So I feel like one of the previous times we talked about this, somebody sent an email in and said that that they had a whole different theory because Mike Fisher, her husband, he took some time off of um, hockey and there was a rumor that it was because she was struggling with some addiction issues. And so, so there, there is a whole different theory also that maybe this fall was a result of substance abuse and the time away well, was part of that story that she's got more to say about somebody else who fell. Do you remember? Maybe Zach Efron. Oh, that's right. Remember Zach Efron fell. And the reason he fell at the time was because he had a, he had his substance abuse yes. issue. And that was right before he got help. So, it, I mean, you know, people, do, adults, yes, we all fall. I am the clumsy. I would literally fall with nothing on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just walk and trip and fall, right? But you would just own that. Like, I'm a klutz. Yeah. But to say there, there was something more to it. And then to, to almost be upset that people are still asking questions. But she keeps talking yeah. about it. Weird, huh? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. And Paris Hilton, she's on my list this week. Find out why after this on my talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. That happens every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, on this show, we like to call those celebrities behaving badly D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, so for a moment, I was wondering, why is Paris Hilton talking so much lately? And then I realized it's because uh, she is one of the subjects of a movie, a documentary that premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival on Friday. It's called The American Meme. And actually, it sounds kind of like an interesting uh, documentary. Okay, It basically tracks the rise and fall of a, a number of different basic basically memes okay. one being uh paris hilton one being josh ostrovsky which a lot of people know by the moniker the fat jew um oh, yeah. and it tells the story kind of of their their life in um in um kind of just the ether like in social media etc like that etc like that i just sounded like a pageant contestant and such as and such as in life. But this is why I'm calling her a D bag today, because in that movie, she says the following, as you probably recall, Paris Hilton uh, was the subject of a sex tape. I believe that it was sold to vivid and called one night in Paris. And it was also starring her boyfriend <laughs> at the, at, uh, her boyfriend uh, from 2001, Rick Solomon. She was 19 years old, and it was that video was first posted on the internet in 2003. That is one of the reasons why she shot to fame was because of this sex tape. Yeah. So she talks in this documentary about that experience, and she says the following, and this is why she is my d bag. She says the words, "It was like being raped." I felt like I'd lost part of my soul, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just, just generally speaking, if you are not speaking specifically about rape, about rape, <laughs> don't compare it to rape. Don't compare it to it. Much like if you weren't in the Holocaust, 
Let's not talk about Hitler. For example, I, the, I, I, you know, it was one of those moments where I thought that was not maybe, and I don't, I blame her in part because I think it's very out of touch to say something like that at all. Yeah. But Paris Hilton has never been known for being in touch, right? So then I think to myself, if I'm the documentary makers, I might have stopped short of, of throwing that in there. I think it's okay to say the following, which she said after, I felt like I'd lost part of my soul. I'd been talked about in such cruel and mean ways. I literally wanted to die at some points. I was like, I just don't want to live because I thought everything was taken away from me. I didn't want to be known as that. Totally valid. Generally speaking, though. Actually, has she been raped? I don't know. Because what That's I would, a good question. Because what I would say, I'm not d- defending yeah. Sultan at all, but I'm saying I think the better way to deal with something like this is like if you haven't experienced it maybe don't share it mm-hmm. or don't compare it that way yeah. right because again and and i mean it just seems like like everybody knows what you're saying but i feel like there's maybe in this moment a better way to say there's it there's a way like, to be i feel sensitive. like i was brutalized yeah. or i feel like i was assaulted or i feel like i was physically assaulted even though i re like people understand metaphor and simile and that you're not saying that you were raped by the media. Right. Right. Unless you said that. So her words were clear, but at the same time, I just feel like maybe if I were filming, I would have stopped and just said, or I would have explored that and said, you realize that that's a huge yeah. thing to say. Have you ever been brutalized yeah. that way? Yeah. I mean, that, do you that, know what you speak that could of? be offensive to people who've yeah. actually yeah. experienced that. Because, you know, I I look at a woman like Paris Hilton who benefited from, I'm not saying it wasn't a horrible experience for her and that she didn't go through a lot of terrible things as a result of the fact that this was released to the media without her say so. I'm not saying that, but I think it would be really hard to hear those words from a person who was had not experienced in this instance what she said it felt like, who now is like a household name. I think that would be a hard leap to make if you are somebody who hears her say that. So I'm calling her a D-bag. I'm not even sorry about it. Yeah, no, I don't think Mm -hmm. you need to be sorry about it. Um, Speaking of people who say things that maybe they should think before they say them, Mm -hmm. uh, we need to talk about a name you probably hadn't thought we'd be talking about, Italian director Bernardo Bertolucci. He said, quote, Ridley Scott should be ashamed for replacing Kevin Spacey. Excuse uh, me? What? Okay. He has a lot of nerve. Well, we'll get, we'll get there, Bertolucci. But I, I do want to say, I mean, you know, Bernardo Bertolucci, uh, director of some of my favorite movies, including but not limited to The Last Emperor, 1987, such a good movie. Um, He essentially said what the headline just said, that Ridley Scott should be ashamed for essentially giving into the pressure of the Me Too movement and kicking Kevin Spacey to the curb. And then he went on to say that he actually really wants to work with Kevin Spacey now because he feels, you know, I'm assuming like he's gotten a raw deal. Um, He says, I immediately wanted to make a film with Spacey. Now, he later clarifies a statement. Shocking. Because I think maybe someone sent him an email like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, do you really want to have headlines like this printed right. all over the world? So he later clarified that he completely agrees with the Me Too movement 
and praised it for bringing awareness to the violence against women around the world. Okay. But then, like, what is that? Thank you, I I guess, for pacifying us in that manner. But can we speak back to the Kevin Spacey piece? But can I just say that, like, that just belies, like, your initial issue. You believe that um, Ridley Scott gave into the pressure. Can I ask what your apology was? Right. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, so you got pushed back and then you're like, well, I mean, I very much, you know, like to be on the side of all these women who have bad things happen. He's Russian. I thought he was Italian. He's Italian. In case anybody's lost about why he would be talking about Ridley Scott in that way, he's speaking specifically about the fact that uh, he chose to replace after having shot the entire movie all the money in the world yes, with Christopher Plummer with Christopher Plummer yeah. Kevin Spacey had shot the entire movie and he was Ridley Scott was able to get everybody the whole cast back together to reshoot the movie with Christopher Plummer in the and, lead role and frankly even if you i mean just from a filmmaking standpoint if i'm a director even if i totally disagree with uh the notion of pulling Kevin Spacey from a film Um, And as I was reading in this article, Sony, I mean, the way it happened, Sony pulled all the money in the world from its premiere last fall. And so the future of your your baby is in doubt. What do you do at that point? Right. Of course, you you make the decision that helps you get your baby out. Otherwise, right. Otherwise, it's never going to No, It's it's never going to be seen. It's not just one person. Right. You know, yeah. The thing that I, I have a hard time with specifically around this Me Too movement stuff is the people who are speaking out against it. You know, I think they think they're doing so. And then they're saying what? You know, everybody's being so politically correct or whatever they want to say. Listen, there's a reason why we have some social rules and regulations around how we speak. There's a reason for that because it protects people. And if you want to be the lone wolf who's going out there and, you know, sticking up your middle finger, do do so at your own peril. Bertolucci or whatever. I'd also like to point you out call yourself. the big thing that we're missing about Bernardo Bertolucci, among other things that he did in his career, is that he, yeah. he filmed a rape scene in his movie Last Tango in Paris without the consent of... Of his star, Maria Schneider. Yeah. And you'll remember we talked about Mm -hmm. that at the time, did we not? I feel like we did. I feel like. I mean, not at the time of the event, but we've talked about this story, haven't we? I feel like we did. Because this is the one where he basically told who was the other star? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando to just go ahead and do the thing and didn't tell her because he wanted a raw reaction from her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's awful. You know, clearly he's not one to be trusted. So, but he's, he wants you to know he's on the side of the women. Okay. Nope. He's actually not. And when we come back, let's see if luck is on the Maybe. side of the woman, uh, during the throwback live at one forty-five. Oh, I see what you did there. We have to lighten it up. Okay. So we're going to play a fun game and that's how we're going to no lighten up the room and no gross when we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley on the show clips, the Holly pick. on my talk one Oh seven one. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And it's time. The time has come for the throwback live at 145. I feel the need. The need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. <laughs> 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 Alrighty then. It's 
Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead. Make my day. Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts. Woo! It's time for Monday's edition of the Throwback Live at 1.45. If you don't know how the game works, here are the rules. Uh, we'll play five. Oh. So ready. Are you now? Yeah. All right. Well, here's how the game works. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 1.45. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen Lundstrom. Exactly. Just like that. Now. What is our running tally of victories so far, Colleen? I believe you have that in front I of you. I should have that in front of me. I am currently uh, going to make an educated guess mm-hmm. that we are 21 wins, Bradley Trainer, mm-hmm. 21 total wins, mm-hmm. to my, hold on, math. 14? 14. Oh, it right. is. It's 14. Because I thought it was like seven. Yeah, it's seven. Yeah. We're seven apart. Yeah. Seven apart. Okay. Both in double digits. Woo! I'm gonna play Get the, it! Yes, I'm going to play the first vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, I want you to identify who is in this vintage pop culture audio Got clip. It. So I focus on that while I play you this. Hey, Vern. Bradley Trainer. It's you. Bradley? That's Vern. What up, Vern? Hey, Vern. Yeah, but who is it? Who is it? Burn. I got to know his last name. Uh, Colleen, I'll keep playing. I need you. Yeah. Here, I bet you'd like a cold, smooth metal oh, yellow right now, nice. would you? Yeah, I just bet you would. You know, Vern, there's nothing like a good old cold metal yellow when you're all hot and sweaty. This is so frustrating like because the, uh, the guy who played Vern, I cannot for the life of me remember his name. <laughs> Know what I mean, Vern? I can't do it. I cannot pull it out of nowhere. I'm not going to cheat, but I just looked it up. Okay, thank you for not cheating. Right, well, you both got it. You both got (laughs) it wrong. By the way. Hey, Vern. His name is not Vern. It's Ernest P. Worrell. I'm Ernest P. Worrell. Played by the late Jim Varney. Oh, God. Jim Varney, thank you. Well, we didn't have to get Jim Varney. Yeah, but you needed Ernest, not Vern. He's talking oh, to Vern. Ernest, that's right. Yeah, oh, the character's gosh, that name was is very Ernest. confusing. There are three levels to that. Ernest Pay World. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Moving God, on. That to- was a good one, Holly. That was really good. Deep hey, Vern. Yeah, okay. it was so good that uh, neither of you got it correct. So moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. <laughs> now that Bradley's done with his Lamaze breathing, I'll Thank play you, you the second clip. Hoo-ha. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh. That's hoo-ha. That is... uh, (laughs) Stop it. It's Al Pacino? Yes! From what movie? I don't need to get the movie. (laughs) Scent of a woman. Oh, can I get half a point for that? Please. Uh, All right, Bradley Turner has one point. You're right. That's Al Pacino. That was some good guessing because I thought that you were going to give it to Colleen. Well, you said your name first. I know, but I can't tell. I think my ears are wrong. I do, that's too. That's not the only thing that's I wrong. I do, too. Excuse you! Okay! Bradley has one point. Colleen Lindstrom. I was being nice. You have no points yet, but it's <laughs> any buddy's game. Thank you. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio <laughs> clip in the throwback live at 145. What's this? Danger, Will Robinson. Bradley Come Trainer. It. Bradley. <clears throat> Lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson. There's a new series on Netflix. I've heard it's mediocre at best. That is an accurate assessment. I have watched several episodes have of that. Really? Don't bother. Really? Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Wow, that's that is interesting. I've heard mixed reviews from people I trust. So that is 
Huh. All right. Yeah. All right. Taking that into account. That was from the original Lost in Space. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No, Will Robinson. Danger. Danger. Bradley Trainer has two points in today's throwback live at 145. Boom. Colleen, you don't have any oh, points yet. Oh, you can still yet. come from behind. That is true. Thanks for the invite. That is okay. great. Uh, I was not inviting you <laughs> That got weird. Yeah. Moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, if Bradley Trainer guesses this clip correctly, he wins the game. Colleen, you can still hey, uh, survive. Mm-hmm. What's this? Well, that's the story of my Bradley life. Trainer. No respect. Bradley? That is Rodney Dangerfield. I got no respect. That is right. Congratulations. Oh, it feels good to be back. Thank you. What do I win? <laughs> Bradley Trainer won today's throwback live at 145. You just won a fantastic trip for five days and four nights in wonderful, fantastic Lake Michigan. <gasps> Nobody goes to like, I thought you were going to say like Catalina Island. No. No. Lake Michigan. Don't. Beggars can't be choosers. You can have my gift, Colleen. No, I don't want your gift. That's how magnanimous I'm going to be. No. You're going. You don't want my trip. No. That's weird. Why are you being so anti? I'm fine. Clearly not. Um, Can we do the last one just for funsies? Please, Holly. Thank you. Here's our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip just for funsies. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, we know Sprite. you know that. No. <laughs> Mentos. Oh, Mentos. The breath Yes. Let's keep listening. Sing along if you know the words. Something oh, goes bad with my When Mentos fresh and full of life Nothing gets to you Staying fresh, staying cool With Mentos fresh and full of life Mentos better Mentos fresh and fresh goes better With Mentos fresh and full of life Mentos, the fresh maker No, it's the fresh maker Oh, I'm sorry You have to do that like German Fresh maker Okay, guess I never got down to that nitty gritty oh, detail. On. Thank you. My favorite are the oh. ones that um, are fruit flavored. I like to get those at the airport once in a while. All right, the winner has spoken. Bradley <laughs> Trainer is now presently at. I'm going to put the tally on the thing. You are currently You're at twenty two. Oh, see, he's so nice when he wins. He's like, that's okay. You can join me someday. But I when I win, he's like, my- that is still so far behind me. Wow. Okay. So what I've learned today is that Colleen is amazing. Is Thank you. Equally kind of sad when she loses. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. That is the throwback live at 145. We do that every Thanks, single Holly. Great day job, by the at way. 145. I really appreciate you and the work that you do. Again, I just want everybody to pay attention to how gracious Bradley Trainer is Man, when he is one. And I'm also a gracious person, yes, and I will accept all are. compliments, shallow or not. Mm. I'll bring you some Mentos. Thank you. The Fresh Maker. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have a question for you all. Mm. When you go to a concert, what do you hate the most oh, about it? Oh, God, people. Because... I have a, a I had an experience over the weekend. Ooh. No, seriously, and I realize this is something that irritates me every single time I go to a concert. People in the crowd do not know how to behave. Mm. 
People in the crowd do not understand the rules, unspoken rules and regulations of concert going. Specifically, when you are at a standing room only concert, Mm. okay, you don't get to be upset if somebody comes into the space in front of you. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I I don't understand people getting angry at concerts generally when it comes to like where somebody is because just change like move. Right. It, you know, if you unless you have like a, a seat, like it's a you're talking about a situation standing where, room, yeah, like yeah. you're at a club yeah, concert. There's no assigned seats. There's no assigned seats. Yeah. You don't get to, you know, you don't get to have you don't you don't have your own spot. There's place. Everybody yeah, has like to you be got there, in there. Good for you. But guess what? Somebody can show up and now take your space or or stand in front of you if you've left space. OK, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about how that all went down okay. for me at a concert mm. on Friday night. Let's do it. But I want to hear from you. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What is the part of the concert experience that you absolutely hate the most? You mean other than all the other people there? Precisely. Okay. Right. Just generally so speaking, you know, Bradley, for you, all the people that want to do the you same thing you're do doing. is concerts of one. Mm-hmm. So I think that's called just listening to an album alone in the dark at your house. Yeah, but wouldn't it be fun to be there and see like your artist just you. That's why they should be able to project holograms into your home oh, so you don't cool. have to deal with I all the extra people. Yeah. Right? you could like touch them and stuff. Oh, that the future is yeah. in the future, but that would be amazing. All right. 651-641-1071. What is the part of the concert going experience that you absolutely hate? Give us a call. We'll get to your calls and I'll tell you what drove me nuts this weekend on My Talk 1071.